open to Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 29. We'll read a scripture from there and then we'll look at it. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 29. Can you put it on the screen for us? Um, put it in the King James Version. I'll use King James Version and I'll use um, New Living Translation. Okay, so I want you to look on the screen and then we are going to read it with a loud voice. One, two. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. All right. Verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Look at that. You didn't hear it. Read it again. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Verse 31. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. <laughs> they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Today, permit me to bring you a message called, You are an eagle, begin to soar. <laughs> you are an eagle, begin to soar. Today, we are going to explain to you that you are not a mere man. Inside you is the spirit of the eagle. And until you flap your wings and begin to fly, you remain where you are. Now, we look from Isaiah chapter 40 verse 1. If you can go there in the New Living Translation. So, the background story is that the people of Israel were taken as captives by Babylon. Now, if you know anything about the city of Babylon or the kingdom of Babylon, you will understand that they were one of the greatest nations at that time. And if a city called Babylon decides that I am taking you as a captive, it is a sad situation. It's a hopeless and a helpless situation because they were so strong that you know that there is no breaking out. In the book of Jeremiah, he, when, when, when he was speaking and he tried to envisage and see how long the captivity of, 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 of Zion or the captivity of the Israelites in Babylon would go on for, he said that this one, at least 70 years. That is how bad it was. They were stronger than Russia. <laughs> stronger than the Soviet Union. <laughs> it's not like Russia and Ukraine war. Imagine Russia and Togo and Russia says I'm coming for Togo. There is nothing anybody can do. That is the kind of situation they found themselves. They were hopeless. They were helpless. This was what we call a bondage. And they didn't know how they would come out. Then God came to Isaiah and said, in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 1, he said, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Look at verse 2. He said, go to verse 2. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell her that her sad days are gone. I am here to declare to you I don't care the sad days you've had. I don't care what puts you in sorrow. But I am here as the prophet of God to prophesy to you and tell you that your sad days are gone. Comfort is coming to you. Celebration is coming into your house. Today marks the end of sorrow. Today marks the end of your sad days. Never again shall you be sad. Never again shall you be and cry for today is the end of sorrow. Ah. 
speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Tell him that her sad days are gone. Can I prophesy to somebody and tell you your sad days are gone? <laughs> The days where you are thinking about what to eat tomorrow, you are thinking about whether this money will be enough for the semester, you are thinking about the fact that the thing they are teaching Christ, you don't understand, and they are still bombarding you with more topics. You are thinking about where you are going to get your next meal from, and you are thinking about how you are going to get your next hostel fee from. But I am here to declare to you that God said that your sad days are gone. You don't need to worry about anything again because today marks the end of sorrow. It's, it's not my message, but next time we will look at it. Do you know that worrying is a sin? <laughs> Go and read Matthew chapter 5. And or Matthew chapter 6, I'm sure. When when Jesus Christ was speaking to him, he said, Do not worry. Look at the birds of the air. They don't worry. They don't spin. They don't do any work. Yet God, he feeds them. Look at the flowers and the lilies of the field. They don't do any work. Yet God, he clothes them with so much beauty that he said, how much more you? <laughs> Turn to somebody and say, how much more you? Oh, Jesus. He said, even Solomon with all his glory is not even clothed like one of the beautiful lilies in the field. How much more you? We'll go to there later. Sit down. So he goes on. Um, we can't read, we can't read Isaiah chapter, we can't read the whole verse, but I'll just run you through. So he goes on and he tells um the prophet Isaiah, and one of the famous quotes of John the Baptist that we know is in that scripture. He said, A voice crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his past streets. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his pasture. He said, every mountain shall be leveled. Every valley shall be filled. The crooked way shall be made straight. And the rough place shall be made plain. You know what we have been doing? You know what Pastor Nat has been doing all this while? And, and, and Mr. Bright and, and Mama Robbie. All this while, the people who come here and they are speaking and speaking the word of God. All we are doing is we are a voice crying in the wilderness of your life. We are crying in the desert place of your life. We are just trying to make way. We are bringing down every mountain of fear. And we are we are leveling every valley and we are filling every valley of timidity and low self-esteem and the crooked parts of your life that seems like you don't know where to go whether to turn to the left or to the right we are just making it straight by the word of god we are speaking each and every day and you know why we are doing that because that is not just your end goal that God's glory shall be revealed to you. You know, the king of the glory wants to come into your life and show forth himself in your situation and show forth his glory to you that the world shall see you and shall marvel. Listen to this. You didn't get me, so let me take my time. The end goal is not to bring you out from your suffering. Listen, the end goal is not just so that you pass your exam. The end goal is not just so that you are happy and that is it. We are, that, is, that is mediocre thinking. That you think that all we want to do is for you to get a good job where they are paying you some 5,000, 6,000, 10,000 CDs a month and you are okay. 
you think that the reason why we are screaming and shouting every day, Pastor Nat comes and gives you teachings every day, is just so that um, your mother is healed from the sickness and that is it. Or you have school fees to pay. That is not the end goal. You know what's going to happen? We are just preparing you for God to come into his life, into your life, and his glory to be revealed to you. Until we see you stand as UN Secretary General, we are not going to stop. Until we see people open businesses in Ghana with branches in Dubai and UK and US, we are not going to stop. Until we see you get to a height where all men shall see you shine and see the glory of God through you, we are not going to stop. So listen, if you have joined us and you are with us for first year, give us two, three years of your time. Even if you are in your third year, give us the rest of your semester. And let us still speak. Let us be that voice crying in the wilderness. Let us speak into your life. And speak into your situation. And straighten your Christian life. And straighten your Christian journey. And straighten, straighten that life of, of, of sin. And that life of guilt. And I'm telling you, five years from now, ten years from now, fifteen years from now, twenty years from now, this seed that we have sown will germinate and grow. And will bear fruits that will Will remain you will see yourself and you'll be surprised I cry about and if you can if you can find that scripture for me so that we read it um, go to go to verse 6 and let's see what is in verse 6 <laughs> somebody is going to be blessed today Amen. somebody is going to be blessed today hallelujah Amen. he said a voice said shout I asked what should I shout he says, shout that people are like the grass. Can you go to King James or New King James for me? He said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? He said, all flesh is grass. And all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. Now go ahead. Verse 7. The grass withers. The flowers fades. Because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely... The people are grass. Go to verse 8. The grass withers. The flower fades. But the word of our God stands forever. Alright. Relax. Jump to verse 29. And then let me build a point from there. Go to verse 30. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly. Utterly means completely. Completely fall. Even the young men shall completely fall. Now listen. He said all men are like grass. So the great people you are seeing today and the young people that seem like they are making so much money. I'll not mention names in this country and beyond. That seems like boom. They make money and we are like hey. Where, where, where did they make their money from? 
uh, some of them say that um, they started with one egg and then that egg grew or they started with one CD and, and they are saying all sorts of things and it seems like <laughs> these people and, and, and sometimes you see sometimes you wonder you're like hey these people they are not even Christians they are not they, are, <laughs> they don't believe in God and it seems like they don't pay tithe they don't give first fruits and it seems like they are prospering and it seems like they are making a lot of money. True, they are making a lot of money. And they are prospering. But listen, God's standard is not man's standards. And even that, he said to you, that all men are like grass. The grass withers. It means that it doesn't matter how, how much they have, they have made. It doesn't matter how much they have accomplished in life. According to the standards of God and the word of God, all men are like grass and one time will come where all men will lose what they've had those men will lose what they've had and they will they will lose their wealth he says that what do i gain if i gain the whole world and i lose my soul you see let me tell you it may seem like people have gone ahead of you and it may seem like they are making money and it may it seem like they, they are well to do in life i have come to give you the word of god god said all men are like grass and that even the young men he used young men here because young men are people who are in the prime of their life who are expected to be fit and who are expected to run and not even be weary but he said even the young men they will be weary and even the youth they shall completely fall and they shall totally fall and you are listening to me and you say man of God if Bible says that all men are like grass and it says that even the youth shall utterly fall when I look at myself, I'm a man or I'm a woman. What are you trying to say? It means that I am going to fail. <laughs> or it means that I'm going to fall. It means that even if they put something in my hand, I will lose it. But I have come to announce to you today that they are mere men. You are a superman. They are mere men, but you are a superman. He said, for I say to you that ye are gods, sons of the most high. I announce to you today that you are a superman. You are a superwoman. When men stand, you will be outstanding. When they run, you will fly because you are a superman. You have the spirit of the eagle in you and you will soar above challenges. And you will soar above challenges. He said that they that wait upon the Lord, but but they, but they, but they, but they. It means that there is an exception to that rule. Men shall fall, the grass shall wither, their accomplishments shall fail, but there is an exception. They that wait upon the law. There's a scripture said, but those who know they are God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits because you know God and because you are found in Him and because Jesus lives in you, you are not a mere man you are a superman tell your neighbor I'm a superman ah Jesus you are a superman so the grass will wither the flowers will fade but it will not come near you because you're a superman <laughs> what it means is that if it seems like you tried and you failed once don't worry all you need to know is who you are <laughs> listen all you need to know is who you are 
once you know who you are, it is just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time. Your upliftment is coming. <laughs> Your promotion is coming. <laughs> Your elevation is coming. And once it comes, nothing can stop you. Sit down. We'll look at characteristics of the eagle. I mean, because of time, we'll just look at two characteristics of the eagle. And then we will see how, I mean, time will not permit me to show you how God in scripture is, is characterized by the eagle or is known as the eagle. Time will not permit me to make you understand that, you know, like begats like. I mean, you can't, a dog cannot give birth to a cat. A goat cannot give birth to a cow. So if God is characterized by an eagle, we as his offsprings are also eagles. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we'll look at certain characteristics of an eagle and we'll look at why you are in the place you are. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm an eagle. I'm an eagle. I'm an eagle. Characteristic number one. I'm going to rush through. I mean, it's, it's, it's a long sermon. I'm going to rush through. Characteristic number one, the eagle has tremendous vision. Now, we know the eagle as the king of the birds and it soars high in the sky. One of its advantages is its tremendous vision. Now, the, the man with the best vision is known to have 2020 vision. That's why at a point in time, you heard people say vision 2020, talking about the year 2020, but it was because the best accurate vision is 2020. So if you go for an eye test and then they write 20 over 20, what it means is that your vision is very good. Now, the, the, the man with the best vision has vision 2020. Eagles have vision 25. And what it means is that what you will see in five feet, the eagle will see it in 20 feet. <laughs> you didn't get it. What you will see five feet from you, the eagle will see it at a distance of 20 feet. That is how good and sharp the vision of an eagle is. And so it is high up in the sky, but it can spot a prey down in so many feet away from it. And come down all the way, pick up the prey, and go back up because of his tremendous vision. It said that the weight of a bird, uh, the, the, an eagle's weight, which is about five kilograms, it has the size of a man's eye, of, of a 90 kilograms man's eye. That's how big the eye of the eagle is because it is very important to its habitat or very important to its nature. Now, I am here to declare to you that the reason you haven't started flying yet or you are not soaring yet or you are not leaving the eagle yet is because you seem to have no vision. Now, what's a vision? The other word for vision is foresight. It's a pictorial view of what the future holds. That's it. For, for, for our, 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 our lesson today, that is the definition of vision. It's a pictorial view of your future. If I ask certain people, where do you want to be five years from now? Uh, you would think small. 
then you will start saying some things that you have heard your friends say. It's not because you have sat down to think about what you want your future to be. You seem to have no vision and that is why you seem to be, you go left, you go right, and you don't know. <laughs> um, it, it seems like you are confused in life because you don't have foresight. Do you know that planes, planes, aeroplanes, are not allowed to fly until they have declared their destination? Until they tell the control tower that we are going to UK, the flight will be grounded until they tell the control tower their destination. Some of you don't know your destination in life. You don't have any pictorial view of what your future holds for you. All you know is that um, somebody said that I'll be great. Um, what level of greatness? <laughs> greatness is relative. Tell somebody greatness is relative. So somebody's journey to abroad is Togo. <laughs> somebody's journey to abroad is Benin. Somebody's journey to abroad is Cote d'Ivoire. Somebody's journey to abroad is the United States of America. I don't know where you are going, but what I know is that you should have a pictorial view of your destination in life. You should see yourself and say, five years from now, I know that I am going to be one of the wealthiest young entrepreneurs in Ghana. And 15 years from now, I am going to be the UN Secretary General. Or 15 years from now, I'm going to be the Vice President of Ghana. Or 20 years from now, I will have so many businesses that there will be branches all over the world until you have that vision you will be grounded you do not lie you do not fail what is hard for you to do it doesn't exist oh. it can never never exist oh. you do not lie you do not fail what is hard for the you Lord is giving somebody a foresight of what your future is going to be. The Lord is going to open your eyes and you will dream again. You will dream again. You will dream again. What 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 happened? What happened to your dream? When you were young, you always dreamt of being a doctor. What happened to that dream? When you were young, you dreamt of being wealthy. Now, because of where you find yourself, you tell yourself that eh, all I want is a good paying job. <laughs> what, what, what happened to your dream? What happened to your dream? Listen, you people are so young. There is no stopping to your dream. Dreaming is free. Having vision is free. They have increased fuel. But they haven't increased the tariffs of your dream. There is nothing wrong with seeing yourself and saying that in 10 years time, this is where I want to be. And write it down. Bible says that write the vision down. Make it plain on tablets. That they that see it will run with it. He said the vision is for an appointed time. It shall not delay. Though it tarries, wait for it. For surely 
it will come to pass. <laughs> he didn't say maybe it will come to pass. He didn't say sometimes your dream can come to pass. He said surely that vision will come to pass. I am here to tell somebody dream again, dream again. Have a vision again, dream again. <laughs> because though it tarries, wait for it. <laughs> I am here to give you the word from God. It shall surely come to pass. <laughs> you are an eagle <laughs> and your characteristic is your vision. <laughs> You just need to dream big and you just need to see far and once you have a destination in mind God will bring you to that destination God will bring you to that destination What happened to Joseph? He dreamt and he said that I saw my father and mother and all my brothers bowed down to me they insulted him. They took him. They threw him into a pit. They sold him out. It was just a matter of time. And the fulfillment of that dream and that vision came to pass. You are an eagle. And to begin to soar and to begin to fly, you need to have a vision. I'm going to challenge somebody today. After this message, I want you to go back to your hostels. Have some quiet time and write down things that you want to be in the future. The future can be tomorrow. The future can be one year from today. It can be two years from today. It can be five years. It can be ten years from today. Just write them down. I look back at my life and I saw, I, I saw one of my old notes and I saw that things that I wrote when I was like 15 years, it seems like I'm, I'm, I'm walking in south. And, 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 and that's a testimony. I wrote that by the age of 23, I want to be a doctor. And I became a doctor. It was only because I had a dream and I had a vision. And I kept looking. And I kept looking. I was fixed. Let me tell you something. It is not too late. The fact that you are here and you are doing a course that you don't like doesn't mean that you can't live that dream. Some of you are here, you want to start businesses and you've still not started a business because you are timid, you are afraid, you think that people will not patronize your business. Just start. Do you know how the, 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 the eagle flies? All it does is just to flap its wings. That is all. It just needs to flap its wings and then it starts to fly. All you need to do is start. I'm here to tell somebody, start that business. For all you know, it might be some small business you think you are starting. Fashion business, small. Um, buying and selling, small. By the time you realize, you will be one of the biggest business people we have in this country. Have a vision. Have a vision. And write it down. Point number two. So that I run, I, 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 I run and then we are gone. Point number two. <laughs> The eagle soars higher in obstacles and in challenges. The eagle soars higher in obstacles and in challenges. Some of you are afraid of obstacles and you are afraid of challenges. You know one of the ways that the eagle soars higher? When it sees a storm coming, it's happy. While all birds and all living creatures hide when there's a storm coming, 
the eagle goes to the highest mountain and is just waiting. <laughs> it's just waiting because while the storms are destroying people, the bird or the eagle uses the wind in the storms to propel it higher and source higher. The time the eagle source the highest is during a storm. I don't know what storm you've gone through in your life or what storm it seems like you are in or what storm they seem like they have pushed you into. You see, it seems like your family and friends and enemies have pushed you into a storm, a storm of the world and they are saying that they are waiting for you to fail. But I am here to declare to you the storm that breaks people down and the storm that destroys people, that same storm is going to propel you to your next level. That storm is going to lift you up to your next level. All you need to do is spread your wings and cause the wind in the storm to lift you to the next level. I declare to you today, it doesn't matter what challenge you are about to face. It doesn't matter what situation you find yourself. But I declare in the name of Jesus, that challenge is not going to kill you. That challenge will not bring you down. That challenge is going to propel you to your next level. It's going to propel you to your next level. It's going to propel you to your next level. When the wind comes and the storm seems like it is brewing and it seems like, hey, as for this IA, I have written IA upon IA and written IA upon IA and this exam is coming and I don't know how I'm going to pass. I told you the last time that I had the grade I had in my IA, it was impossible for me to get A. Because for me to get A, what it means is that I had to have, have 68 over 70 in the main exam. How? How was I? The most difficult cause that people feared. And I am supposed to get 68 over 70 to get an A. And the way I bombed in the IA, everybody else, look, I was carrying the class. Everybody else did well in that eye. When they came out, they said, oh, Chinese paper, they're cheap. Oh. <laughs> it's cheap. They said, hey. Then the exam came. I wrote the exam. Let me tell you something. I wrote the exam. And I left one question unanswered. I was afraid. I said, as for this A there, forget it. I can't get A again. <laughs> so you, it's okay. God, give me B+. plus. <laughs> Immediately I said that, I went out to a place I told you called Miracle Center to pray. And immediately my mind changed vision. <laughs> and I said, God, I don't care what I had written. I will get an A. And I believe that I will get an A. <laughs> Listen, we were 1,000 people that wrote that exam. 1,000. I'm not saying 100. 1,000 people that wrote that exam. I was, my position after the IA was 1,000. <laughs> I wasn't carrying the class, I was carrying the school. <laughs> and I decided to get an A. I studied. I studied. I studied. And while I was studying, 
my friend, my friend used to laugh at me because I could be studying, and by the time I'm studying, I'm just shada hava shada bahada gadas. Then I'm studying shana gada because I knew that there was a certain mark. I, there was something I was seeing, and until it comes to pass, I'm not going to stop looking at it. So I was studying, and I was shada bagada. I was seeing myself getting an A. And I'll share their belegedes. I challenge somebody today. From today, when you are studying, you study a little bit in the Shada Gadas. I have the mind of Christ. I cannot fail. Shada Gada Gada. Jesus Christ lives in me. I cannot fail. Mashadala Gadagas. I cannot fail. I cannot fail. You wake up and there's nothing in your fridge. You say Shadala Gadas. I cannot want. Want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He legedevegedes. My father is the owner of the universe. I cannot be in need. <laughs> Sometimes you need to stir up the spirit within you and as you stir up the spirit within you and you keep to looking at what you want to achieve, it will come to pass. Now watch what I did. Listen, watch what I did. So you see, I went to write the exam. The exam rocked me a bit. I left one question unanswered. One question carries two marks. I left one question unanswered. <laughs> I came back out. And immediately I came back out. Now watch this. This is a very vital lesson. Immediately I came back out. I said, God, as for this one, dear, let me get B+. Then immediately I entered into the place of prayer. I changed my language. Because I knew that that language is a language of failure. I have already decided that I cannot hit the mark. I've already decided to settle for less. I changed my language and I said, Father, I don't know how you are going to do it, but I will get an A. Lord, lift me up <laughs> and, let and let me stand by faith, by faith on it. heaven's stable ground. This stable a higher place that I have found Lord plant my feet on Lord plant my feet on high Lord Lord let me up and let me stand by faith on the head this table On high, oh, come on, sing Lord, lift me up, lift me up, and let me stay. Jesus, by faith on heaven's table, this table, a higher place, a higher place that I have found. That I have found. Jesus, Lord. I wrote that exam and when the results came out of 1,000 people 60 people got A <laughs> do you know what that means 940 people did not get an A if I was 1,000 and 940 people did not get an A where do you think I will be? 
by mathematics. It is okay to assume that I wasn't one of the people that got A. But you see, the people are like grass. The grass withers and the flower fades. All men shall grow weary and the youth shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord. <laughs> you are a superman. <laughs> and you are not a mere man. <laughs> when I went to stand there. In fact. Let me confess. I did not go and look at the notice board. I realized that this one. I needed to build my faith in prayer. So I was in my closet. I was just. My friend came. He stood up and he shouted my name, Joel. What is happening? He asked me two questions, and I'm, I'm sure you people who heard me speak the last time will remember. He asked me two questions. First question is before the, the paper, where did we go? I said we went to Miracle Center. <laughs> he said after the paper, where did we go? Miracle, Miracle Center is the place we used to pray. It's a bush we used to pray. He said, before the paper, where did we go? I said, we went to Miracle Center. He said, after the paper, where did we go? I said, we went to Miracle Center. Then he said, this God, out of thousand people, I was one of the 60 people who had an A. I don't care what your GPA is now. You could be in your second year and your GPA is low. But I declare to you, God can use only one ten. God can use only one ten to shoot you to another level. The thing that will bring people down. That same storm. That same storm. That same storm. That same storm will lift you up. Be on your feet with me. There are five characteristics of the eagle that I found. But because of time, we can't go through them. But remember one, if there's anything that I want you to remember today, is that you are an eagle. Listen, it doesn't matter where you find yourself. From today, I want you to look yourself in the mirror every day and say, I am an eagle. I won't cause myself to be downtrodden and be depressed. I am going to flap my wings and fly. All I need to do is to dream, is to have a vision. I don't need to know how I am going to take it. It is not about the how. You don't need to know how you are going to make it. Leave that to God. All you need to know is where you want to go. He said that I will make the crooked path straight. He told King Cyrus, I will I, I God, I will go before you and make the crooked path straight. Ladies and gentlemen, Cyrus was a pagan. He wasn't even an Israelite. Yet he told him that I will go before you and I will make the crooked path straight. 
how much more you who find yourself in Christ. Have you not heard that they that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God? Your mark of sonship is the leadership of the Spirit. And I am here to declare to you, all you need to do is dream and have a goal and keep your eye focused. And the Holy Spirit will bring you to that place where you belong. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. We are going to pray. We are going to declare in the name of Jesus. If there's one thing that will keep you grounded, is the spirit of fear. And the spirit of timidity. The spirit that tells you that you can't make it. The spirit that tells you that you can't be that great. The spirit that, the spirit that tells you that, well, you will just get to a certain position and it is okay. We are going to declare in the name of Jesus. Every spirit and every voice that tells you that greatness is not where you belong. Every voice that tells you that you can't fly up above. You can't go higher. Any spirit that tells you that you can't be what you want to be. We are declaring in the name of Jesus. That we are silencing that voice now. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say by the power of the Most High God. By the power of the Most High any God. Voice, any voice. Any voice. Any voice. That is speaking. 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 Into my ears. Into my ears. And causing fear. And causing fear. And causing timidity. And causing timidity. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I silence that voice. I silence that voice. I silence that voice. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every tongue hey. that has risen. Every tongue, Every tongue that has risen to declare that I'll not make it, to declare that I can't soar high, to declare that I'll not be great, to declare that I'll not be wealthy, to declare that I'll not be great. Say in the name of Jesus, I silence you, I silence you in the name of Jesus. Say I declare every voice, every voice of the enemy, every voice of the enemy speaking against me speaking against me say i declare be silence be silence in the name of jesus lift your voice begin to pray say in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus in the name of jesus they are saying you will not make it they are saying you will not make it they are saying you will not make it but today we declare Every tongue, hey. every tongue, every tongue, every tongue, every tongue is cut off. Is cut off. Every tongue, every tongue is, cut is cut off. Say, I declare, I declare by the power, by the power of, the of the Most High God, every tongue speaking against me, every tongue speaking fear, every tongue speaking fear. Say, I declare, be destroyed, be destroyed, be destroyed, be destroyed. Lift up your voice. Bible says that for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold, casting down imaginations. Come on now. Now listen. Some of you, 
if, if there is a spirit that I hate, I hate with a passion. If there is a certain mindset I hate with a passion, it's the mindset of mediocrity. You know why? Because it seems okay in the beginning. You know, it's a subtle spirit, mindset. It seems okay in the beginning. You failed once, so it tells you that, you see, where you wanted to go, um, you can't be there, but there's another better place. It's not, it's, I mean, there's another good place. It's not better than the first place. You, you can't reach that mark. So you just go halfway, and it's okay to be halfway. You, you wanted to be a wealthy man. Now you say, I don't want to be wealthy again. I just want to get some job. Because right now, the way it is, the unemployment rate in Ghana is high. So all I want to do is just get a job. Just get a job. Just get a job. And, and get something. That, 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 that's it. You, you, you wanted to be an architect. And you find yourself in a course that you don't really like. And it says, well, just, just follow the path. Follow the path. Um, you might not be what you wanted to be, but you might be at an okay place. That mindset of mediocrity, we are going to declare that we destroy it in the name of Jesus. In ATU, we are raising champions. We are raising people with an eagle mentality who will say that I don't care. I am the king of the air and I will fly and soar high. In ATU, we are raising people who break status quo. We are raising people who are going to challenge the economy of this of this nation. We are raising people who are going to be in the helm of affairs. Listen, if you don't know, Pastor Nat and I, we don't care the failures you had in your life. We don't care the course you are doing now. We don't care whatever you find yourself in now. All we know is that we are raising champions. We are raising leaders. We are raising, raising international leaders. We are raising wealthy men and women. We can't afford mediocre people to be around us. And today we are going to pray every mindset of mediocrity we arrest it in the name of Jesus. I want to say from today I will dream big and I will think big. Every mindset of mediocrity I arrest it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of say Jesus, I, declare, I declare every mindset, every mindset of, mediocrity, of mediocrity every mindset, every mindset of, mediocrity, of mediocrity every mindset, every mindset that, tells that tells me that I cannot be, I cannot be great. great say in the name of, Jesus, name of Jesus I arrest it, I arrest it now. now say I arrest, I arrest it, it now. now say I declare I declare, I declare. Let, our mindset, let our mindset let our mindset be destroyed and be broken, and be broken. say from today from today, from today, I will dream big. From today, I will talk big. From today, I will fly and I will soar above the storms. Above the storms, lift up your voice. You are saying, any mindset that reduces you, any mindset that makes you limit yourself to the little things, this morning, you are praying and you are destroying them. Any mindset that makes you look down upon yourself this morning.
standing now. You are destroying it all, and you are going above it all. Lift up your voice, child of God. I can't hear people praying. I can't hear believers praying. You are saying this morning, any academics, any cause you are battling with, any poverty you are battling with. This morning, you are saying above it all. Lift up your voice, you are praying, and you are saying, it may look like your family, you have been left out. By the time it's coming now, you are going to be outstanding now. Go ahead in prayer, Sam. It is a personal prayer. You have to travel in prayer, Sam. Go ahead, child of God. You are saying and you are declaring now. I am soaring high and I'm flying high up. Go ahead in prayer, Sam. You are declaring to yourself. Hey! Go ahead, go ahead. You are saying now. You have stayed far too long. And where you are, it is time for you to make a move. It is time for you to make a change. You can be stagnant at one place. Lift up your voice. Go ahead in prayer, Sam. You have to do greater things. The mentality of mediocrity is breaking. That mentality of mediocrity is breaking. You are taking over whatever that has limited you. This is the time. This is the hour. Clap your hands from the back to the front. You are taking over that job, that pursuit, academic pursuit. You are taking over. You are taking over. You will arise from to the top. You will arise from the ground to the top. Nadibo mu wadishi e Washamitrini ni katabo Wadini pashe mafunu muma Some chains are breaking Some chains are breaking Some chains are breaking Some chains are breaking Some mentality of mediocrity is breaking You are anito You are beginning to soar You are taking flight you are taking flight. You are taking flight. You are taking flight. You shall not be held again. You shall not be held again. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. Dream again. The vision is for an appointed time. Worship the Lord right now. Worship him now. Oh, 
Five people who started a business, and at a certain point, something happened, and the business just came to a standstill. If you are one of those five people, just come. That business is going to come up again. <laughs> you are going to do that same business. And that business is going to be bigger than you ever imagined. Now one of those five, one, two, three, four, five. Lift up your hands. In the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus that you shall not fail again. I declare that you will start that business and that business will not fail because I hear God say that I am making all things new I am bringing you strength I am bringing you ideas and I'm bringing you resources I am bringing you strength I am bringing you ideas and I am bringing you resources money will not be a problem again that business will soar that business will soar. That business will soar. In the name of Jesus, I declare, I anoint these hands. Whatever your hands shall find doing, it shall prosper. I declare in the name of Jesus, prosperity now. I sound and I speak of the prophet of God. And I declare that let that dying business receive life. Let it 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 receive life. In the name of Jesus. Listen, Bible says that for now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything you think or you ask of. So sometimes all you need to do is to imagine it and once you can imagine it god said i i'm not just going to do it i will do exceedingly abundantly and beyond that thing that you are thinking of lift up your hands i see certain people who are going to start businesses in this place and i said it that business will start small but in the next 10 years, it will be bigger than you can imagine. In the name of Jesus. It will be bigger than you imagine. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift ATU Rosa to the throne of grace. You said unto me that you have marked these people for a blessing. I pray in the name of Jesus let the greatness within them begin to be made manifest i declare in the name of jesus 
that whatever their hands find doing shall never fail we declare that they shall prosper i pray the blessing of isaac upon them that they shall begin to prosper they shall continue prospering until they become very prosperous i declare in the name of jesus let their academics receive life let their dreams and visions receive life let their aspiration receive life challenge them by the spirit in their inner man to dream again and to see again i declare in the name of jesus let their businesses receive life cause their heavens to be perpetually opened and do exceedingly abundantly beyond everything they can think of or they can ask of in the name of Jesus. Come on, say it. You know your song. Oh, and it's beginning from today. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Whatever it will take you to become great. I see God delivering it into your life. You will not drop out of school. Look for somebody else. Look for a partner. Prophesy to them.